Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello. Hi. Welcome back again. It's been so long. It has been. Ages and ages and ages. You know, I just want to point out, we have jelly beans for snack right now, and we should have gummy bears. Well, none of nah. us went to the store. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. Tony. All right, each so us, each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine but that doesn't matter. Horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. Action adventure. And we normally pick movies that most people haven't seen or don't like, but we do. But this time it's still Carly's birthday's picks. Good to buy. So Tony is picking a drama Wait. or romance. Wait. He wishes Carly would pick. Pete, you I got to play it again. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> is that in the bingo cards that it's your birthday? I don't think uh, so. I don't know. Who, we can't find to out. Ask uh, Audra. Ask Audra. Author Audra. of the bingo yeah. cards. And h- hello, Audra, my favorite sister-in-law. <laughs> this week on the podcast is Tony's pick for my birthday. It is 2015's Mr. Right. Ooh. It's not on the bingo card, which means it should be on bingo card number three. Audra, it's my birthday button. <laughs> <laughs> and she may not be Miss Right, but she'll do right now. Pretty sure Dog Trash is on here. Yeah, Dog yeah, Trash dog is on trash one, is but not It's My Birthday. And Strata Chocolata? No, no I not yet. That was nope. too new when she made that. That'd be a new one, then. Mm. Prison Wallet? Oh, Can we no. not talk about either of those? Entering about, the premises? How about oh, the Sticky Bush? Double Bubble? Not talking about Sticky Bush. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so... It sounds like what happens when you do the hunk of chunka. Whoa! Whoa! Hey! Cha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> Tell us some facts. Might, might uh, end up with a baby boat on that. So, <laughs> you know, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> I've heard. You mean Academy Damn Award Damn it, we writer. didn't even talk about that. That Colin Farrell was walking back from the podcast from that stupid shit-ass movie. Oh, yeah. I noticed, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best. We don't want to advertise that episode. It fell apart. Hmm. Which is a shame, because that movie was... Uh, Dog trash. Bad shit. That episode would have been excellent. Yeah, we, we can do it again. It had okay. No, we I listened to it with the shoddy audio. I still enjoyed. it. <laughs> yeah. If it's that much of a thing to you, we'll do it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. A lot, of, a lot of these things are redoing episodes now. We should redo it. All right. Yeah, so, Mister Wright, it cost eight million dollars, and it almost made its money back, but not quite, with three hundred and ninety-seven thousand dollars. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> you know where most of the money went? Uh, they had to pay uh, the RZA. Rental, renting a car? I don't know what you do. Did you know that the RZA is only one year younger than, um, oh my God, than, um, what's his name? Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. And they're both in their 50s. (laughs) Yeah. So he was like, he's a lot older than her. I checked that in in 17 years. That's not a lot. That's not that much. I mean. We're fine with it. If if he was 32. Yeah. God, the RZA looks great. <laughs> Smokes a lot of weed for shizzle. Well, maybe, but he doesn't look like he's over the age of 35. And dude is 51. Yeah. So, <laughs> this movie was um, written by Max Landis. He also uh-huh. wrote American Ultra, which is linked to this movie. Never seen it. Uh, it's not bad. It's all right. About the same. Uh, Bright. Um, the Netflix movie. No, we suck. Never seen it. Chronicle, which I liked. Yeah. And if you get a chance, if you're a wrestling fan, wrestling's not wrestling. Wrestling isn't real. And no, Death of Superman is good too. That was wrestling's not wrestling. That was wrestling isn't real. It's wrestling isn't wrestling. Okay. Which is so good. It's really good. Especially Every time that comes up, I watch it. It's like 20 minutes long. Yeah. Uh, it's directed by Paco Cabezas. All right. He does a lot of TV stuff, The Alienist, Into the Badlands, The Strain, which isn't bad, and American Gods, which I'm starting to watch. Uh, starring Sam Rockwell as Francis from returning a podcast from Charlie's Angels and Galaxy Quest. He's, he's also so in good. Iron uh, Man 2. Iron Man 2, he was awesome in that. He's uh, awesome in everything he's ever done. A movie that we will be watching at some point called Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Really? Mm-hmm. Sam mm-hmm. Rockwell, George Clooney. I want to see Moon. Julia Roberts, Drew Barrymore, Moon. Brad Pitt's in it, Matt Damon's in it. Really? They, only, they only have cameos. Oh. <laughs> I, like, I kind of want to see um, 13, 14, Seven 15. Psychopaths. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to see that too. I haven't sat through that either. Um, also, Anna Kendrick's in it. Welcome back. 
Yeah. As Martha, she was in The Voices, Pitch Perfect, uh, the series of movies, and uh, Twilight series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Roth, I don't think... No, he was in The Hulk. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, he's back Welcome from back The Hulk. From The Hulk. Uh, he's and we Pulp haven't Fiction. done Pulp Fiction. Not Pulp Fiction. Um, Reservoir Dog, we haven't done that yet? No. Nah. He is... When would we? Yeah. I'm not sure. Who, I think he <laughs> might be my character. favorite character in Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Mr. Orange. No, Mr. Pink. No, I no. love Steve Buscemi, but I think my favorite character in Reservoir Dogs might be Mr. Orange. I really want to pick that for the podcast. I'm pretty sure you Have you ever seen it, Carly? No. Shocking. <laughs> uh, he plays Hopper. And he had, he had a TV show, Lie to Me. I didn't get to check that out. But of course, from Reservoir Dogs. Uh, Rizzo's in this. I know with an Iron Fist. I was going to say, I know him from Californication, but he was in Man with the Iron Fist. He plays Shotgun Steve. And he's also the genius behind the Wu-Tang Clan. Right, right. Like, they're all rappers, but he's the one that like, does most of the work. Right. All right. Uh, he's pretty great as Shotgun Steve, by the way. He's actually a pretty good actor. He's not your favorite actor <clears throat> slash rapper. No, that's LL Cool J. We're going to say most deaf. He's that type of guy. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like LL Cool J in just about everything I've ever seen. No, in everything I've ever seen him in. But I've only ever really seen most deaf in one movie. And he was fantastic. You ever see the movie Toys? Yeah. I like that movie. I'm the one. <clears throat> She's the one that likes that movie. Robin Williams doesn't like that movie. I don't care. It's pretty good. It's not. I find it enjoyable. It's not. I like it when the when there's the military toys versus the fun toys. I love that. It's so funny. We're gonna fight fire with marshmallows. I love how LL Cool J keeps putting himself in disguise as fucking scenery. It's great. When he's the couch, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm it's just a very saying. Imogen Pootsie. <laughs> but uh, Did you say Imogen Pootsie? Yeah. <laughs> in the green room when she's the couch. Oh, do I got it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Pootsie is. <isn't laughs> I don't want to mess her her perfect last name up of Poots, but. You know. <laughs> Put E on Do you the think her friends call her Pootsie? I don't know what her friends call her. I don't know. I've seen her with a knife. You don't want to piss her off. Do you think her friends, when they're feeling gassy, say I'm feeling a little Pootsie? No. Oh. oh. I would not. Her face. Pootsie. Hmm. Ah, so I got some reviews. Okay. Well, that's good. You should. I haven't done reviews in 20 episodes, so. <laughs> uh, let's see. So this one is from Mel Kennedy and a bunch of numbers. Kennedy, Kennedy. Mm-hmm. I accidentally found this movie on a plane, and the flight was just under being long enough to uh, watch the whole thing from start to finish. And it captured me. I really like this movie. I like it so much I literally created a log in to say so. My review isn't funny, witty, or relevant in any way, but I feel like this movie is something you should give a go as you might find yourself laughing and bopping along. Ten stars. You see what's weird is it's been so long since I was on a plane that I'm like... This isn't the movie they would show on a plane because the last time I was on a plane, everybody can, saw the same movie. <laughs> and now you can pick what movie watch you whatever watch. watch. <laughs> Two years ago, I was on a plane. Last time I was on a plane, and you either you have to pay for the Wi-Fi. I was like, "Fuck that shit!" Yeah, I have movies downloaded. That's fucked up. I just read a book or nap on planes. I just grab the chair and. The only time I, I get die. on planes is when I'm going to and from funerals. So. <laughs> So we don't ever go on vacation. Because we have to go to all the goddamn funerals. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are not cheap. <laughs> Fucking no, dude. That is unfortunate. Ruined our 2019, and then 2020, we're like, we can take a vacation this year, and then Corona. <laughs> My Corona. 20. Second review from Shiprock. Not uh, Chris Rock? This movie. Shiprock or Shiprock? P or Ship. T? Chris okay. Rock. Not Chris Rock. Kid Rock? Nope. The Rock. Nope. None of those rocks. Ships. I <laughs> want a rock. It's a whole different pebble. It rock- hey, don't rock the boat. <laughs> that was a good one till we laughed. That was a good one. So, this movie is so bad. <laughs> Five exclamation marks. Wow, that's a lot. I love Sam Rockwell, Anna Kendrick, and Tim Roth. Could not wait to watch this. It was preposterously bad. That's a long word. Makes you wonder how such talented people would agree to be in such a film and deliver such putrid performances. Putrid? Wow. I'm extremely resentful that not only did I pay to see this movie, but lost two hours of my life, which is not true because it's only an hour and 35 minutes. This is a cool hour 35. Did he go to the theater? Well, he did say he paid to see it, so maybe he did go to the theater. So, yeah, if it's a theater, then it's two hours because it's 30 minutes of Maybe he Maybe he rented it on... Amazon maybe, or something before I went to Netflix. Maybe they're one of the people that gave the 397000 I don't ex- know. I'm extremely resentful and uh, spare yourself. Don't be fooled. Avoid this movie. Avoid it like the plague. As much as I enjoyed American Ultra, I equally hated this. 
Resentfully hate it. Wow. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> one star. Wow. Sweet crime times you didn't enjoy. It. At least you only gave it one star and not five. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I hate that. I hated it. Seven stars. This movie's terrible. Nine stars. <laughs> What'd you think going in, Carly? I thought. Took too long. John? <gasps> <laughs> I thought, I don't know what to expect. Because often Tony's like, oh, I'm going to pick this for your birthday. Oh, but you're not going to like it. Oh, what about this? Oh, I don't know if you're going to like that. Oh, I like this movie, but you won't like it. I was like, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> and as we were looking at the streak of Tony's birthday picks for me, not so great. They're terrible movies like True Romance, Heathers, you know. Cl- movies no one likes. We'll call them classics. Movies I didn't like. <laughs> you did not like. My bad. What'd you think, John and John? I thought I keep seeing this in Netflix, going, "Oh, that looks interesting." I should probably watch it at some point. Yeah, but not today. Not today. No, not today. Or tomorrow. Day after doesn't look good either. Lane. I said, "Who's in this?" Sam Rockwell. I'm down. I love him. He's good in everything I've ever seen him in. Is he going to dance? Hope so. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> now, do you think that he always dances in his movies because he did it a couple times and now it's become a thing and they expe- and his like when they cast him, it's expected that at some point he'll dance? I think or so. do you think he just likes to dance so much that he's the one that tries to put it in all the movies? Maybe a little of both. Maybe it started that way and now it's become a thing. I think everyone likes to watch him dance. So why not? He's a great fucking dancer. He is a great dancer. <laughs> Can't I was telling John? Just imagine if he was in the fifties doing like a Fred Astaire picture or like a Gene Kelly picture. <laughs> like it'd be so great to just watch a dancing movie. Yeah. So this movie starts with what looks like uh, a third grade project. Mm-hmm. A little dance. A bunch of random children step up to a screen with a picture, what they have made of a, what they want. Oof. Yes. What they want to be. It's like career day. Yeah, career day. What do you want to be when you grow up type of thing. One kid wants to be a policeman. One wants to be a lawyer. One just picks his nose. And at the end, Martha shows up, and her picture is of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. She proclaims she wants to be a T-Rex and attacks the camera. We cut to 23 years later. Now, what's Martha's last name? Is Is it Fokker? No, it's... uh, She's not Martha Fokker? They say it one time, but I don't know. I don't know. That's a stupid joke. I know what her middle name is. (laughs) (laughs) 23 years later, later, we catch up with Martha. She's... McKay. Okay. Miss McKay. Quack, 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 Miss McKay. I don't get that. Mighty Ducks. Two. I never saw that movie. I don't get that reference. She's pouring herself some wine, wearing some sexy lingerie, and trying to take cute selfies while waiting for her boyfriend to get And her boobs look like a butt. (laughs) (laughs) Too much cleavage, I guess. She's like, ooh, I'll take a picture. Oh. (laughs) Fortunately for her, her her surprise, uh, fortunately for her. Unfortunately. So surprises her boyfriend bashes through the front door with a tall redhead stuck to his face. They make out out pretty hard in front of her. It's a face hugger. Boyfriend tries to apologize in a, in a little bit and even... He does not. Tries to, well, <laughs> he says, tries to steer He said he him. needs constant attention and so it's her fault. Yeah. She <laughs> should work on that. Right. And then he tries to turn that into an opportunity for a threesome. And the other girl is, is down. <laughs> and she puts her hand on Kendra's <laughs> lap. Martha, and, she, and Martha's like, nice nail polish and puts her hand <laughs> on her. And she's like, this is really fucked up and I'm leaving. Yeah. Martha's not into this and grabs a bottle of wine and leaves. Uh, he says that she's basically a prude and... He's like, see, this is the problem. You're not open to things. <laughs> and from outside, she throws a bottle to his head. Because that's good. Yeah. I was like, shit, it looked like it hit him. Yeah. <laughs> it cut right when it's supposed Yeah, see, and these are the things in movies that is bad. Because someone's going to see this and be like, all right, so if your boyfriend cheats on you, you're allowed to throw something at his head. You're not. <laughs> that's assault. You go to jail for that. <laughs> If you don't kill him, that's a right. That's well, a, then you go to Jeff. Serious bottle. Mm-hmm. Well, we learned that that's she's manslaughter. Really, there's a word she for that. She seems to be okay with killing. Well, there's <laughs> a hot, let's just put this out in the beginning. There's a hot crazy scale, and she is way above the crazy line. <laughs> she, Did you watch that thing, by the way? What the hot crazy, the hot, the hot crazy scale? scale? Yeah, yeah. She's way above the. Crazy yeah, we do line. set her up. She is a nut job. No, she's hot <laughs> and she's crazy. Because if her, her crazy is a zero and her hotness is a ten, that's a dude. <laughs> We cut to if she's a nine and a one, that's a unicorn. We need you to do <laughs> find a way, bring her in if we can study her. <laughs> so we cut to Francis, that's Sam Sam Rockwell. Sam. Sam Sam twelve thirty. Uh uh he's in a I guess nice suit. I don't know suits. 
Whee. Looks nice. <laughs> and he's dancing around a hotel. He knocks on the door, a hotel door. A lady answers. He explains that she hired him to kill her husband so she could inherit his side of the company. And that's she's just looking wrong. around like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she's like, why are you here instead of killing him? And he says, murder's wrong. And then he shoots her in the face. After he puts out a clown nose. She goes, aren't you a hitman? So back with Martha. He says, nobody's perfect. <laughs> back with Martha. <clears throat> she's at a friend's house. Uh, she's falling apart and drinking for two days in a closet. Now, do we this think she house. lives there? Yeah, I this think she her lives there. Her and the blonde girl it's are roommates, Sophia's. which didn't seem apparent in the beginning. Yeah. But her and the blonde girl are roommates. She's not just staying here, though. She lives She here. didn't. Think she, about your favorite tertiary well, no, object. That would not be there if she But didn't we don't know there. what time, you know, how time much time is. Maybe she's moved in with no, her. No, this no, is immediate. She's still drinking in the closet. <laughs> she, she didn't live with the boyfriend. Or the boyfriend would not have brought home the redhead. This okay. is she clearly had a key and went over there as a surprise. I like to think that she doesn't have a key. She broke in. That's why he could was so be. confident that about it. Could <laughs> be. It's also true. She Maybe just broke in to be spontaneous. She's would, a bit crazy. Look, she is a T Rex. Yeah. I'm well, gonna yeah. give this guy the benefit of the doubt and say that he is a better cheater than obviously bringing his girl his side piece home to the apartment he shares with his girlfriend. Therefore, she cannot possibly live there. She lives with the blonde girl. I'm with you. She Which I really thought at first the blonde girl didn't live there. I didn't realize she lived there because <laughs> I thought this was just Martha's apartment at first. Okay. It really confused me when the blonde girl seemed to just come home and <laughs> fucking find her at uh, Martha and Francis kind of getting down. Spoiler. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. There's no hibbity nor dibbity. But her friends, Sophia and uh, I forget the other girl, make her come out of the closet. And the other girl is not out. her friend. Yeah. <laughs> She's so mean to that other girl. So then we Neither cook. one of these girls is her friend. <laughs> <laughs> and well. they and that blonde chick should kick her out immediately. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be with this girl. Um, Martha is a hot pile of garbage. <laughs> She's hot blooded. Check it and see. They said she's college drunk in the closet. That shouldn't be a thing that your friends know about you. That you get that. Well, I got the impression that they were roommates in college. They they've been friends for a long time. I don't want to live with anybody who ever gets drunk and hangs out in a closet attacking people. (laughs) It is a bit is a bit much. She's a hot pile of garbage. So we cut to Hopper. Uh, That's Tim Roth. He's in a SWAT type van. He's with a whole assault team. The team has been put together to kill Francis. They start talking all kinds of shit, doing the testosterone dick measuring stuff, and Hopper can tell right away that they aren't serious pro- professionals. They all pile out of the van ready to go inside, and Hopper takes his uh, bulletproof vest off says, he's out. They're like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I thought you guys were professionals, but you're not, and somebody has to return the van. <laughs> After he kills you all. Because you're all dying. <laughs> um, so Hopper stays in the van. He has kind of a map blueprint on the side of the van wall of the and building and he has a cob because he was and supposed he to go into walkie talkie he's still listening to the team he's following along hearing all their mistakes uh the team chases francis into a large reception hall where there's a I, they say this is a trivia thing i don't know if this is true or not but there's a big banner that says phoebe and mike yes so they're like saying maybe that's from friends i don't know in the trivia it says it's a oh, tribute to nice. phoebe and mike. Well, i don't know if that's true or if it's just a coincidence but Sorry if you can hear the, the, the squeaking. Couple. Our dog is forcing his way under the table to get past <laughs> so he can bug mommy. But so, the poor couple got their wedding reception ruined. Yeah. Francis makes all the planners leave leave, and uh, waits for the team. The team, there's four of them, enters and begins spraying bullets everywhere as Francis cuts the lights off. One of them intentionally shoots the cake. Yeah. How he much says he's by the cake. He doesn't intentionally shoot the cake. He's trying to hit Francis, but he's using the prey and spray because he's not a professional. But Francis ruins this couple's wedding. He can left that room at any time. <laughs> Who shoots a cake? One by one, Francis kills each of them. Headshot for the lady. Shoots one dude in the knee and then headshots him. Francis dives behind said cake and one of the guys sprays the cake down. Hopper says... Hopper's listening, and he's like, ooh, if he's near the cake, then he's near knives, just as a knife flies to the lead man's chest. As uh, the last man finishes spraying the wedding cake down with bullets, Francis appears behind him and says, who shoots a cake? Who shoots a cake? Hits him in the head with a fire extinguisher. Hopper says, well, that was fun-ish. Back with Martha, she has uh, sobered up, but she wants to go out and do something crazy. She believes her ex-boyfriend's comment 
about her not being adventurous enough needs to be addressed. So they all, three of them go out and shock her. Martha gets very drunk and embarrasses herself. And she wants to text crazy things to her ex-boyfriend, but her friend stops her. Like any good friend would. Yeah. Her friend's <laughs> name's Sophie. Don't drink and dial. Um, also, don't drink and drive. Sophie seems like a good person. Mm-hmm. It's a shame she has to deal with Martha. Well, that is Sophie's choice. <laughs> so she... Tony loves a pun. <laughs> she says um, that she needs to distract herself from all of this, so maybe she should come with her to work tomorrow at the pet grooming and boarding. Place. Yeah, and she works with cats. She likes cats. <laughs> yeah. So she cuts to Hopper. We cut to Hopper. Uh, he's getting a communication from home base. They've given him a new ID as an FBI agent, so he can get to Francis and track him down and kill him. Apparently, they have a long past together. This is. I don't like the Hopper storyline, and I think this movie would be better if it wasn't in here at all. If it was just the You need other an antagonist. Guys. Yeah, but the antagonist is Vaughn, mm-hmm. and the fact that he's trying to kill his brother. You don't need... Like, there's two storylines here. There's the Hopper trying to kill him slash kidnap him, and then there's Vaughn trying to get him to kill his brother, Richie, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The problem with Hopper is he's only there for exposition. He's only there to tell you how badass Francis is and to tell him he's part of the Ultra program with me and and, and it doesn't and blah, blah, blah. it doesn't exactly make sense what Hopper's trying to do because his handlers I guess are saying kill Francis but Hopper isn't actually he trying to, to kill Francis he wants to bring him back him like he misses again. his best buddy and that's not how it fucking works. Let me think of three guys named Francis. There's this guy. There's Francis from Deadpool and Francis from Stripes. So mm-hmm. if you name your son Francis, he's gonna be kind of a tough guy. <laughs> Good to know. So Hopper puts on a fake, I guess, Southern draw. Is that what we're calling it? Well, he's supposed to be from Arkansas. Yeah. So yes. And gets a greets his new partner. Then we cut to the pet grooming place. Martha. Francis from She's the One. He was a pussy. Who? Sorry, the movie She's the One. There's a guy named Francis. She's the one. He's a pussy. What's that? Who's She's the One? Did we do that? Is that the high school movie? No. No. No, that's She's All That. <laughs> ah, Lainey. It's She's the um, one. That's the one with um, Ed Burns and... Yep. I like that movie. I've wanted a car Jennifer Aniston and John Mahoney. I love that movie. That movie's really good. But... but he's, when he's on the stairway, he's like, you, you should be nice to Tim. He's, he's nice. He goes, oh yeah, I have a roof in this thing. I look at his dick every day. Yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> it was written and directed by Eddie Burns. It's good. It's pretty fun. Movie. Oh, Eddie Burns. I love Eddie Burns. So we cut to pet grooming place. Martha feels a kinship with a particular kitten. Hannibal. Sophia <laughs> wants her not to touch it. It's extremely violent. She does it anyway. She's like, no, this is a sign because I'm a fucking idiot. And Sophie gets the worst of it. Apparently the cat peed in her face. <laughs> and cut them both up. Cat pissed in her face. She's got scratches on her face and then a cat pissed in it. Yeah. Not that would... Like, that's how you get really ill. No, that's how you sterilize it. Because <laughs> there's probably all kinds of stuff in the nails The urine would sterilize the cut So it's actually helping it Just Way to go cat We don't actually know that Because we know that human he urine is sterile But we don't know that cat I'm wearing cat sterile. ears, okay <laughs> he is next We don't need to talk about people's qualifications Wait, Carly, take a picture for the Instagram <laughs> Anna Kendrick also wore cat ears No, wait a minute, I got it Come here, boss Oh. That Sophie makes fun of her, and she said they sell them, and she's like, they're for children. For children. You're not a child. So, needless to say, picture. Martha's sent home. On her way home, she stops at a convenience store where she bumps into Francis, and they knock a bunch of condoms packs into the air. Sure, now you're not going to sit still. Martha catches one, Francis catches all the rest of them, and he asks her out very awkwardly and immediately. And she is not into it at first, but he kind of charms her into going. <laughs> She's like, give me two words as to why I should go out with you. And he's like, or else. (laughs) (laughs) He's very creepy and crazy, and she seems to be attracted to that. She thinks it's funny and kind of charming. Yeah. From their their date, we learned that they're both very quirky people with odd tastes, and they don't seem to really fit in anywhere. But where Martha's trying to make herself fit, Francis is like, no, fuck everybody else. Um, and then we get the line. I like this line. Martha says, uh, every guy I meet is a secret asshole. And Francis said, well, should I be worried? Will I catch this? Will I be made into a secret asshole? And she goes, no, don't worry. With you, it's no secret. <laughs> so apparently she has a doctorate-ish in paleontology, so she loves dragons. He travels, that makes sense. He says he travels and collects 
vintage cars. Oh, and he kills people a lot. Now, personally, I've always thought that all Collecting. the dragon legends are based on dinosaur bones myself. So that's <laughs> probably not to me. far off. Um, I buy that. He tells her repeatedly that um, he's an ex-hitman, uh, but every time he does, she just kind of thinks the it's run. a joke. Yeah. There's always people trying to kill him. She thinks it's hilarious. So he's so funny. <clears throat> but while walking through the park, a sniper tries to shoot Francis, but he has this spidey sense thing that activates, and makes he makes Martha dance around the sniper fire, and they leave. Then he and, takes her to a restaurant where the they continue to dance. That he hit with the fire extinguisher, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. The yeah. That, so, yeah. that shot up the cake. Who shoots a cake? <laughs> So they go back to her place, and they're both you're carrying, using your Scalco voice. carrying large drinks, wearing matching T-shirts, Bitch 1 and Bitch 2, and Marty Gras beads. Mm-hmm. There are guys out here shooting cakes. I don't know what to do. They kiss and make out on the couch. Espinoza. That's the character's name. Until Sophie comes in, um, and then they move to the bedroom. Martha explains that she wants to have sex, but doesn't think that now's a good time, so close to her last breakup. But will he still sleep over? He is like sure and jumps up on the down jumps up and down on the bed excited. Which is not a proper response on <laughs> Well, he's crazy. It like, works for her. Hey, She's we're not like, gonna, Oh, you're not upset. <laughs> we're not gonna have sex. That's Yay. great. Yay! I have all the dogs on my lap now. Yay! You're the one that said leave the door open. <laughs> so then we meet Vaughn and Johnny Moon. They're thugs. They're in the middle of killing someone. Moon drops the um, exposition bump. Basically, Vaughn is their boss's brother, He's and he wants to hire Francis to kill the brother so that he can take over. And they're, the guy they throw into the water is supposed to be the director, but I don't see how that really works out, because you don't see the guy's face at all. Next Paco. morning... Yeah, Paco. character's name is Paco, and so is the so director. Right. Next morning, Martha wakes up to a letter. Francis says he has to go, but he will see her tonight. We cut to Hopper and his new partner. They're following Francis. The new partner isn't really impressed by him, though. He says, why don't we just call a SWAT team, shut down the street, city blocks, and take this guy out? And he says, what do you, what do you want to have to clean up all, all that many bodies? And then uh, back at Sophia's, she's voicing her concern over Francis being very weird. Martha Martha what smitten. What did she say? He's kind of something homeless. Uh, attractive homeless. Sexy homeless Sexy or homeless, something. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, she says he's a sexy rain man, but she's there's a different homeless yeah. joke. Now her friend says he's like one step up from sexy or from something homeless. I don't know. <laughs> um, Martha's smitten. Maybe she loves him, but she realizes she doesn't even know his name. Smitten kid. <laughs> then we cut to Hopper. He gets a phone call. It's the last guy from the assassins team, the cake shooter that we were mm-hmm. talking about. He wants to know what's up. What What is he doing? It's Hopper like, says... like, you haven't been checking in. And Hopper's like, what the fuck are you doing alive? <laughs> yeah. Hopper says, stop calling me. I'm going to take him out. Don't bother me anymore. Right now we wait. And the dude's like, no, I'm going to fucking kill him. Then he hangs up and his partner sits down. And he asks, who, who, who is Hopper? Mm-hmm. Apparently he knows Francis. And then Hopper explains that Hopper is Francis. And him and Francis were in the MK Ultra program. Um, this is... But Hopper's been missing for 12 years or whatever. If you don't know, this is a semi-real CIA project from the 50s to the 70s that happened. Uh, They basically would take people and do drugs, put drugs in their system and either use them for interrogation or maybe try to make them into assassins. Some weird shit that happened a long time ago that maybe some of it's real, maybe some isn't. The writer guy is very into this and uses it in a lot of his plot points. Yeah, it wasn't in the 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 weapon program. Like the Bourne movies. Yeah. Yeah. So Francis and Martha meet. X Force. X Force. Oh my derivative. God. <laughs> Francis and Martha meet up for dinner later and uh, have some fun. But fire extinguisher guy shows up, so Francis has to excuse himself, take him outside, and kill him. And he's like, "Go away! I'm on a date. I like this girl." He's, he's like, like, "Look, we can do this whenever. I can kill you on the beach. I can kill yeah. you. Because <laughs> we're gonna make a whole day on of a it. picnic. I can kill you." <laughs> And he goes, well, after I kill you, I'm going to go kill your little bitch. And then he's like, okay. And then he takes, takes his, his jacket off. Takes his jacket off. He okay. Goes, you shouldn't have said that. He's like, man, why'd you have to do that? That wasn't nice. Yeah, he does, <laughs> and he does, uh, was it Capoeira? Capoeira. It's Capoeira. Capoeira. And fucks him up pretty bad. He tries to shoot him, takes the gun from him, takes the gun apart. And then he tries to stab him, takes the knives from him, stabs him. He just. And how many knives did this dude fucking have? Yeah. At least three. Yeah. <laughs> fucks this guy up pretty bad and leaves him in the dumpster. And then he he's like, dude, you almost got some blood on me. 
<laughs> then he goes back to Martha and she says, did you have to finish a book on tape? She says, Martha, and he's like, why'd you say that name? He explains that he had to kill a guy, but, you know. Of course, heard, she thinks it's back. a joke. And she laughs. She thinks it's funny. <laughs> Whenever it's like you take I'm starving, he goes, you must be. You just killed the guy. Whenever you take a while now when you leave, what took so long? The answer is always, I had to kill a guy. I had to kill a guy. We catch up with Martha and Francis back at Sophia's place. Martha's still bummed that she doesn't know his name. He still doesn't want to tell her, though. Because he doesn't like his name. So Martha switches gears and wants to know about his little spidey sense thing. So he sets up a demonstration and explains it to her. With a bunch of knives. It's a very vague, the force, energy, chi, blah, blah. But it ends up being a kind of kinetic potential energy awareness power, pretty much. He thinks Martha can do it, too. And he tries a few things with her. And she thinks it's a little crazy, but she can do it. She's scared, but says, fuck it. And then she's, she, she's, she's like, you need to leave because yeah. he drops he, the knife. And he yeah, he's like behind her and he drops a knife and he throws a knife up and expects her to catch it. And then she freaks out. She's like, you need to leave because I can't believe you now did you're that. tossing knives around. And yeah. then, okay. So then what does he do? He throws a knife right at her. And she catches it. And then he's like wanting to do it again. And then they just keep throwing <laughs> knives at each other. And they have this moment. Because now she's like, oh, this that was This is the cool. weirdest shared moment ever. It's the meet cute. Yeah. It's definitely meet, a meet shared cut. moment, though. <laughs> the condom thing was the meet cute. This is... Yeah. Now they're just throwing knives back and forth at each other and laughing and thinking this is the best And then thing after, ever. she's like, how'd you know I was going to catch it? And he's like, well, I didn't. I hoped you would. <laughs> I thought I didn't know. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't die. And yeah. she's like, okay. And then they have sex. Most of the knives, in all fairness, most of the knives would have gone past her. There was only one that was, like, right at her neck. But the rest of them were, like, next to her head. It's true. <laughs> You're taking a chance. You don't know which way. She might dodge and catch it in the face. And now it's time yeah. for a little, hey, buddy, yeah. yeah. Because now she's like, oh, I want you. I want you right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, she wants him in her premises. <laughs> all up in that premises. Struck a lot? No. <laughs> you don't know her life. So. Why are you so gross? <laughs> so the I'm next... making fun references and you're being gross. I was referencing another movie. That was the vampire movie. Vampire. Vampires. That too. The next morning, um, they're laying together in bed naked, and she sees that his back has this long, ten-inch scar running down his shoulder blade. Which is kind of excessive. Yeah. I mean, is he made of, like, an adamantium spine or something back there? Maybe. What's going on? So they head out for the day, but Francis says uh, he has to make a quick stop. And uh, Martha says, well, tell me about this scar. And he explains that he and this guy Hopper were hunting down a bad guy for the CIA in Bosnia or something. The building exploded oh, because... Serbia. Serbia? Okay. Yeah. Building exploded because Hopper betrayed him, and then a large chunk of the ceiling came, fell, and gashed his, gashed, his back, gashed his back open, almost hit his heart, but didn't, and smashed his head, which supposedly gave him severe brain damage, but it seemed to make his little spidey sense thing work better. Martha nods, okay. <laughs> like, and he's like, I think the, the brain fuck. damage helped. And she's like, well, whatever. She thinks this is all bullshit still, and is laughing. So then they pull up in this badass stingray, by the way. And Francis goes to talk to this guy on a bridge. It ends up being a friend of uh, uh, Richard. Bo Richard is the uh, big boss, mm -hmm. and it's it's one of his middlemen. So Vaughn had talked to Richie about saying that they had had a meeting about Paco. all the about Paco and how he died. And Vaughn said, "Well, let's hire this hitman that can kill anybody, and then we'll get him to kill pa whoever, Richie. and it'll fit." No. No. He's telling Richie, he's oh, like, oh, oh. we'll get him to kill whoever and he'll clean up the mess and it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But hit, later Vaughn and Johnny Moon talk and Johnny Moon knows that Vaughn has, they know, they know that this hitman doesn't actually kill anybody. He kills the people who hired him instead. And Johnny so Moon is Richie like, I know this so is your plan and I respect, and it's a cool plan. Yeah. So this, so they had set up, Vaughn had set up a meet between Richie and Francis. But Richie didn't go. Richie sent his other dude to go. So then, the, so then when Francis shows up to meet the guy, he talks to him, and he's like, so what do, you, what do you want? And he gives him a bag and shit in it. He's like, I want you to kill this guy. And he's like, well, who do you work for? He's like, I'm not going to tell you that. He's like, well, we're kind of working here together. You need to tell me who it was. And he's like, no, I'm not going to. And he's like, well, fuck you then. And the dude's like, like, you better get off this bridge right now because I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And he's like, no, you're not. Yeah. And he puts the nose on and shoots him. But this time, Martha sees it. And she's like, oh, shit. And she like, starts freaking out. He's, he's just killed somebody. He's like, like for what? real. 
He gets back to the car like, I'm sorry, that took longer than I thought. And she has freaked out. She's like, can I go home? And he's like, oh, oh, you you didn't think I really killed people. <laughs> so back at the... Which, to be true, fair, he has been open and honest the whole time. He he won't tell her his name, but he didn't make up a fake name. No. And yeah. he, every time he's killed somebody, he's told her. And back at the boss's hideout, uh, Johnny Moon says that Francis just killed that dude, and uh, but that he followed... How would you sleep with someone if you don't know their name? Would you do that? No. <laughs> Tony had this look on his face like, oh, oh never mind. <laughs> but, uh, he Tell probably, me you never slept with someone and you didn't know their name? No, I've known everybody's name. I'm mean, just checking. Does, does if you don't remember their name, does that count? No, that's different. <laughs> okay, then I think I'm good. Yes, there's at least one I don't remember their name, but I knew it. I knew it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> However, you hear about people having, like, random hookups and one-night stands and stuff, and I guess if you met a dude at the club and you just went somewhere and had sex, you know. I mean, I'm very forgetful. It would be hard for me to remember your name if you only told me once and then we got really drunk. I might just call you, hey, you. Well, if she's really drunk, that means no. Well, you got to think about the back in the day when all of us were single and doing stuff like that. Well, that's not how it works. It it wasn't. It is how it works. (laughs) If I'm really drunk and he's really drunk, neither one of us can give or can give consent, or even are smart enough to think about giving consent. So, therefore, there's a bunch of dudes in jail for that. Yeah, but I don't think that's fair or right. Because if you can't give consent, then you can't be conscious to get consent. But this reminds me: if she's asleep, that does mean no. no. That means get her drunk. Wait, what? So anyway, drink this. <laughs> so anyway, the point of this little interlude here is Johnny Moon explains what happened, but he also follows them back to Martha's place, so now he knows where Martha lives. And so he knows that if he sits there long enough, Francis will come back. Um, so the boss Richard guy says, okay, cool. Well, you and Vaughn get ten guys, local, wait for them, and just kill them. And that's not what Vaughn wants to happen at all, but, you know, he's the boss. Hopper and his partner stop by, stop by to see Martha. They explain Francis is a sociopathic hitman that had a nervous breakdown and kills anyone that tries to hire him. So, he's crazy as shit. And they say that, obviously, if he tries to contact her, they need to tell him immediately. The next day, Francis says he's going to come by to see Martha. He's been calling her for, for hours, but she's never answering Back at the bosses, uh, they have a whole crew together now, get ready to kill Francis. Um, Steve is one of the guys. He's given this old shotgun, and he wants to know, why am I getting this old shotgun? Am I Elmer Fudd? <laughs> and he's got a point. Yeah. Um, so they're all waiting around. Francis gets the drop on Hopper and tases him, drags him into Sophia's apartment. Martha says... Uh, she wants to take a break because this is you all too much. Gloss over the, the hand grenade thing. Yeah. You just gloss over the hand grenade thing. <laughs> Hopper's well, standing there and a fucking hand grenade drops next to him and he's like, I know that trick. Uh, I would have ran away. And I guess that's the <laughs> trick if you make him run away. Yeah. But uh, basically, Martha's even to Martha, this is too much and she wants to break up or at least take a break. Um, Ooh, we'll start from the copy girl. Yeah. But then she immediately jumps in. Yeah, she comes, turns with it. The <laughs> because there's something thing. about this that turns her on. <laughs> yeah. And they start making out. And then uh, Sophia freaks out, comes in, wants to know what this dead dude's on her floor, and she's going crazy. She calls Francis a bunch of names, and he gets mad and locks her in a closet. He's like, you live in here? <laughs> the funny thing... <laughs> I thought that was so funny. No, the funny part is when Martha calls him Francis and he goes, he told you my name? And then just goes and kicks his unconscious body. <laughs> that was fucking funny. And the friend is like, hello. They So they run outside and Francis is scared to kill in front of Martha now because she uh, doesn't like when he kills. But so they heard through the, the uh, walkie-talkie that from the other cop that was working with Hopper that thinks he's an FBI agent, there's guys here that have come. So now they know they're getting surrounded by dudes. So but, now he's going to try to do that. And whole, he's like, who's Knox? And she's like, the FBI. He's like, that is not an FBI yeah, guy. That's, that's <laughs> so now he's going to basically do like the Batman thing where he just runs around knocking people out and breaking limbs and stuff and like that. And she tells him that she's okay with him killing somebody and he doesn't believe her because she's already freaked out. Yeah, he's, he's so scared to lose her he's not going to risk it. Um, so 
He hits Steve in the face with a baseball bat. He makes one guy stab another in the Strata Chocolata. There you go. Then uh, another guy, he makes another guy stab another man through the foot. Um, Steve seems to be back. You know, he's not out. He's He uh, starts fighting Francis in hand-to-hand, and Francis is impressed. And he can, like, dance around, too. Yeah. He's good. But then uh, Francis, and Francis throws him over a rail. But then he starts to talk to Martha. Steve comes back with the shotgun and fires it before Francis can uh, move. Francis gets hit in the face and the hand with it, but it's a shitty shotgun. Bird shot. So it just kind of hurts. He goes, what did you shoot me with? That's called bird shot. He's like, that hurt. (laughs) (laughs) So Francis is impressed and doesn't kill Steve, and they kind of become okay with each other. They, like, respect each other. If someone's breaking in your house, shoot him with bird shot. If they don't run away, make sure the next one's a slug. Yeah. Thanks, Dave Chappelle. You've been warned. That's a Dave Chappelle joke. Yeah. It is yep. a Dave Chappelle joke. We've all seen it. Francis <laughs> and Martha run. I'm here to offend everybody. <laughs> Francis and Martha run while a bunch of other thugs uh, run in. They pin him down, both of them. And Francis is nervous still because he does not want to kill people in front of her because he's afraid she's going to freak out. But she keeps saying, no, I'm fine with it. You can kill them. And he's like, you sure? I'll just kill one then. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. Like a test kill. So he just jumps out, shoots one, jumps back, and fucking drops him. And then she's like, okay. And he goes, all right. And then he tells everyone left. He goes, okay, so now that I can kill again, you guys should all just go. (laughs) And I can get you from anywhere at any time. He goes, that guy might have kids. We don't know. A wife? Who knows? Maybe cats? Who's going to feed his cats? Who's going to feed your cats? And they're like... Huh? And then and the then one guy goes, one is this worth leaves. it? <laughs> and the one guy's like, you're right. And he leaves. Because he's like, if you want to leave, leave and then, and then I Vaughn, And then Vaughn has a good line. He's like, you asshole, we paid you for the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> so Francis tries to reason with them, and they send, and uh, Vaughn says, fuck you. So he's like, okay. So he has uh, Martha push him on a, I guess it's a table. table yeah. yeah. He sits on it. She pushes it so that he gets this weird angle, and he just starts shooting each of them. But he hits them in the legs or arms or shoulders. Trying not to kill him. Well, they have cats. Yeah. Maybe. Um, he knows our life. He doesn't shoot. That's why I said maybe. They might have cats. He doesn't shoot Vaughn, and Vaughn surrenders. But Steve, Steve and Johnny Moon come back and sneak him from behind, and then they take Martha. They tell Francis to come get her, when but then Hopper shows up. Because Vaughn's like, we're not killing him. So he's like, why don't we just kill him? That's what we're here to do. He's like, no, you just do what you're told. We're not killing him. He's going to come, and he's going to yeah. get her. Because he wants Richie to be killed. Yeah. He doesn't want Francis to be killed. So they all run off with Martha, but then Hopper shows up, and Hopper kills all the people that were injured. And he's like, what's wrong with you, man? You used to be a master. He was beautiful to watch. you fucking around with these stupid yeah. dogs? People used to piss themselves just because they heard you were coming. Yeah. And then Hopper's partner walks up. Like John up. Wick. Hopper's, pop- Hopper's partner walks up, and uh, Hopper's just speaking to him in the normal British ish uh, language or British accent ish. and he's like why are you talking like that and he just shoots his partner like six times he's like house. oh well bang 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 cover bang. is blown yeah. <laughs> the back of the boss's lair Steve uh, he just wants his money he's like this is bullshit you guys gave me an Elmer Fudd gun I almost died because of it I just want my fucking money and I'm gonna go home and the boss tells him okay well that's cool let me talk to you for a minute and then beats him over the face with a phone mm-hmm. and then he he picks up the phone and here's the dial tone. Still works. And puts it back on the desk. It's like, a good fucking phone. phone. <laughs> kind of you, a dick thing to do. It's yeah. funny because this movie... When was this movie made? 2015. This, I mean, still, that was really late in the game to be having a landline oh, in like your that. office. Yeah. Um, so this time... Uh, they give Steve uh, a badass assault rifle, so he's a little happier. He's like, you had this the whole time, yeah. and you gave me that fucking Elmer Fudd gun? <laughs> the Von and Moon are in another place. He's got a point. And they're still trying to figure out a way to With get bird this. With birdshot. Yeah. <laughs> they're still trying to figure out a way to get this to circle back around and get Francis to kill Richard. Martha explains to them, because she's in the room with him, because they keep doing these back and forth, you know, they're such badasses, and then Martha's laughing at them, and they take the tape off her mouth, and they're like, what? And they're like, she basically says, you guys love each other. You're like, hey, we're going to kill, aren't we? We should go camping together. Oh, we so should. Like, it's, it's pretty fucking funny. Um, but then they start beating her. And she's like, are you crazy? Because you heard me. He's going to yeah. kill She goes, you. I don't understand your plan. Is it a I'm going to get killed plan? <laughs> she goes, he's going to come and he's going to kill both of you. Or all of you. And if and he, he doesn't, says, I will. 
She goes, why do you, and he says, you think you're going to kill us? And she goes, yes. He goes, I read somewhere that successful people pick attainable goals. (laughs) (laughs) Then, um, so outside, Steve is by himself. He's kind of like the scout. He's out, out front. Everybody else is inside. He's got a badass weapon. He's got some weed, looks like, and some gummy bears and shit. He's just hanging out front, and mm-hmm. Francis just appears. Because Francis got away from Hopper when he killed his police partner. partner. Yeah, he disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, Francis shows up, and uh, Steve tells him there is Steve's can't get the gun before he shoots him, so he kind of just talks to him because Francis always seems to be he's going to talk to you. And he's like, so what's going on? And he's like, uh, well, there's a bunch of guys in there. They have automatic weapons, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, can I have some of your gummy bears? He's like, yeah, man. <laughs> he gives us some gummy bears. And he's like, can I look at your gun? Doesn't yeah. he look at his gun? Yeah, he checks his gun out. It's a cool gun. <laughs> and he's like, so <laughs> he's leaving. He's like, uh, the green ones? Yeah, he's like, I got, he goes, you can have the green ones. He goes, I hate the green ones. He goes, well, I love the green ones. So that works out. And then he's like, uh, so are you going to be in there? He goes, yeah, they paid me to kill you. He goes, I lost you in there, man. Just a crazy thing. And then, and then he leaves and <laughs> Steve's like, that guy's fucking crazy. But he likes him. <laughs> so Francis, Francis flies in through the window, smashes through, flips up and shoots four of the thugs dead before they even can move. Uh, Vaughn is trying to shoot him back, but his machine gun or whatever it is, assault rifle malfunctions and he can't get it unlocked. So Francis comes over and he's like, let me see it. <laughs> and he clears it out for him. And then he's like, um, uh, do you want your gun back? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, can I can I get it, please? And he's like, sure. And then he says, psych, and shoots him in the foot. And then uh, he's like, well, look. And then he basically explains that he's leaving. He's like, I don't care about you fuckers. I just want my girlfriend. I'm leaving. And then Vaughn goes crazy. He's like, no, you're supposed to kill my brother. That was his whole thing. And he gets this weird thing where he explains everything about the whole plan the whole right plan. in front of his like, brother. The only reason we hired you, we had Richie hire you, so you would yeah. kill Richie. You're supposed you to kill Richie. And, and Richie's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry, I don't do that man anymore, man. I promised my girlfriend. Yeah. So then he's like, look, you guys have something to work out. I got to go. And he just leaves the gun on the floor, on the ottoman or something, and then he leaves. And the, both the brothers... He says, we're going to have tryouts. Yeah, <laughs> basically. They both die for the gun. Vaughn gets it and starts to put it on on Richard, but Richard's bigger and grabs him. And Vaughn bites. bites him. He goes, really? You're biting me? And then he turns around and sprays him dead. I was really blast. surprised that Richie bit it because I was sure that he was going to kill Vaughn right here. You know and I thought Vaughn was going to die and Richie was going to live. Yeah. And Richie and is also in this movie that uh, we're going to see next year for Carly's birthday. It's called Pool Hall Junkies. Really? Yeah. I think I saw that he plays Pike in a Star Trek show. Oh, oh yeah, he does. <laughs> and I will never pick Star Trek. <laughs> I know. I thought it was familiar, but I can Or Star Wars. Cause, that makes sense know. now. <laughs> I still haven't seen the new Star Wars, and I'm, I'm interested in it. Welcome back to the podcast. Tony and John talking about the new Star Wars and how John hasn't seen it. Not so much. There's a couple of really cool scenes and then the rest of it's like, okay, well, what time is it? Why am I here? <laughs> so, also another thing I've missed. Richard has a number two guy named Bruce. He's a pretty cool black dude. He, he kind of keeps, keeps like him calm. He's like a therapist, yeah. weird He uh, seems like guru, he might be the consigliere type of gentleman. He's yeah. number two. Uh, he fights with Francis, um, but Francis disarms him. He has a shotgun or something. Francis takes it from him and puts a gun to him. But uh, for some reason, Bruce does a, like a karate stance. Bruce is like, all right, he takes his coat off. He's like, I guess we're gonna, I guess we're gonna fight. <laughs> and he's like, uh, well, he's like, what is that? Is that karate? I don't know karate. That's not fair. He goes, but you have a gun. And he goes, well, look, I'll put the gun down, if and you, you don't. Not to use you karate. don't do karate because I don't know karate. He's like, okay. And then he puts the gun down, and he starts kicking him in the face, and he's like, that's karate. I know that's karate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then he says, fuck this, and he runs and grabs the gun, Francis does, and points it back at him. But Bruce looks around real quick and grabs a grenade off the shelf, because there's grenades on their shelves, and pulls the pin. But Francis is like, well, what are we doing here, man? Because this is a very small room. <laughs> and then he's scared to death, because he doesn't Bruce know what is, to do. He's like, I don't he know, like, like freaks out. <laughs> he's got it. He has a panic attack. Yeah, he he's is like, oh, shit. Well, He's like, all right, I got you. Let me just stop. So Francis, give me the pen. Yeah, Francis comes over and helps him, takes the pen from his hand and puts it in his other hand very carefully. Takes the grenade away. Takes the grenade, puts it down. And he's has, like, here, sit down. He gets Bruce to sit down. He pours him a drink. He's like, here, just calm down. And at that point, Steve kick, comes in the door and points his assault rifle at uh, Francis. And he's like, okay, so look, man, what are we doing? And he's like, you know, going to shoot him. But he's, he's like, like, there's no way I get to my gun that fast. Like, aha, aha. Yeah. 
He's like, so we can shoot each other. He goes, but your bosses are in there, and they're going to kill each other. I don't hate you. You don't hate me. You've already been paid. What are we all doing here? Why don't we just sit down and have a drink? You take care of your boy here. He's had a rough day. And he's, yes, it's, it's, he's <laughs> like, I like you more than them. <laughs> yeah, I like you more than motherfuckers anyway. So they do. And then uh, Francis kicks open the door, finds Martha. Martha. Uh, he frees her, and they start to leave. But uh, Francis is acting weird. She asks why. And he says, because I know that Johnny Moon, that tank top, he says that tank top guy, and she knows who he is, is still around here somewhere. And uh, then it hits, something hits Francis in the back, and he falls down the stairs and eats shit. It's Hopper again. He has one of the shotguns that shoots beanbag rounds. Which and, seems like a reasonable, in a gunfire from death. Yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't, he doesn't want, want to, kill him. <clears throat> to kill him. He wants to capture him, take him back, and re-brainwash him it. into but being still. the perfect killing machine. He so, says he's got a syringe. So he blasts, ready to go. he blasts Francis a bunch of times, and then uh, they turn around and start to fist fight. But Johnny Moon uh, shows up, snatches Martha, and runs off with her again. He takes her to another part of the uh, building. Like the foyer, it seems like. And he threatens, <laughs> he threatens Martha, and she's like, whatever. And then he's like, well, look, let me explain to you what I'm going to do here. And she's like, oh, great, this is going to be a great story. And he's like, when I was little, there was this um, bully who used to beat my ass all the time. But he had a pet turtle. And he was like, well... I can't beat up the bully because he's bigger than me, but I can beat up the turtle. So what I did was I stepped on the turtle and killed it to get to him. And he goes, and that's what I'm going to do here. I'm going to kill you, bleed you out, and then when Francis comes in, he's going to be so distracted, I'll just take him out. And he goes, this all works out. And uh, he, goes, but my, he goes, but then at the end of the day, part of it was I just really loved killing turtles or something like that. Mm-hmm. She And he tries to cut her with a knife, but now she's doing the whole Spidey she's got the, thing. She's in the Matrix. She's got the glow. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so Pump the brakes there, amigo. <laughs> so she dodges the knives, and uh, she kicks him to the floor or something, and it's, there's this statue, I guess. She grabs the statue, and yeah. And she beats him to fucking death with Yelling, the statue. Yelling, I like turtles. I like turtles, dick. So then um, Hooper gets the best of Francis, explains that... Hooper like, or Hopper? Hopper. Hopper. <laughs> I, I want to call him Hooper because of Jaws, because I just keep fucking thinking it, but it's Hopper. They're, they're, Felt pretty much the same way. Yeah. <laughs> he gets the best of Francis and explains that he's going to take him out to the desert and reprogram him back to killing. And Francis, the Francis gets Hopper's handcuffs. They cuffs them together, and then they beat the shit out of them, out of each other. But eventually, Francis kind of wins. So Vaughn <clears throat> gets the drop on Martha. 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 Because she's wandering know, around like, babe, where are you? You're somewhere around here. He wants she's to know, an idiot. <laughs> he wants to know where Johnny Moon is. She said she killed him, and uh, he's gonna. And I'm going to kill you. And he's like, no, you're not, bitch. And he points a gun at her. But just as he shoots her, she just dodges, and it just, like, nicks her head. Um, and then he, she takes the gun from him and shoots him dead. And she, she says she no one listens. More just spins it so it's facing yeah. him and it's upside down and shoots her shoots with him. Yeah. And then she says, "No one listens to me. I am a T Rex. I am invincible." And then she shoots him like three more times. So Francis and Hopper are laying on the ground, guns on each other. Hopper explains that Francis can't be normal. You can't have a normal life. You can't have friends. You can't have girlfriends, wives. None of that. This is a big waste of time. Come back. And let's just kill people again. Francis shoots the handcuffs off of him and walks away and says, "Who the fuck wants to be normal anyway?" And he's gonna walk away, and Hooper, Hopper, Hopper is like, are Hopper. you gonna make me shoot you in oh, the back? I like that Tony doesn't even I can't remember anymore. anymore. And Hopper's like, look, man, you're gonna make me shoot you in the back if you keep walking away. And he's like, whatever, dude. And he keeps walking, and he's, and he's just about to slow, shoot him. Like, I know you're gonna shoot me. <laughs> he's just about to shoot him. Steve pops up and shoots Hopper, right? Hopper. Yes. <laughs> this gives and then gives Francis some green gummy bears <laughs> that he saved for him. He's like, hey, man, you got any gummy bears? And he throws them in the bag. So but he's like, look, the, the bounty on him is $5 million. And Steve's like, really? Oh, shit, I'm rich. Not sure where you're going to turn him into, but that's good enough. <laughs> well, there's a bounty on him. Um, From who? I mean, I don't know. Interpol? You can kill this dead guy to Britain or something? He's like, Steve, can you give us a lift? Yeah. So Martha comes out. She explains she killed two guys, but she said, I banged two guys. And it's really weird. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, who shot you in the face? I'll bang him. And she's like, yeah. I banged him already. Because you banged him? I banged two guys. You banged two guys? It's like, okay, this is I weird. think it's supposed to sound like, ah, ha, ha, it's a play on words. It's, and she goes, yeah, I make I shit happen. He goes, you fucking T-Rex. And it's, that's it. Yay. Then we cut to two months later. It's, it's Vietnam. Yay. Martha and Francis are traveling around the world. 
Going to dig sites. Looking at paleontological dig sites off in the bushes. Oh, so funny. He goes, it's Vietnam, which makes me think of the Vietnam War, but they're yeah. in the country of Vietnam. <laughs> but, instantly, but, it, but instantly I'm transported to some, like, to have, like a war Worse. scene. It's Vietnam. No. <laughs> That's not. It's just in my head. Sometimes things strike me. So funny. they're traveling around at different dig sites for Martha, and uh, off in the bushes a sniper is targeting Francis. In the bush? No, he's like in a wagon. Whatever. He's in a sticky bush? <laughs> and uh, he has a sniper rifle. He, sni- he sights in on uh, Francis, but then all of a sudden he realizes he lost Martha. He's like, where's Fran- Martha? Where's Martha? Francis, Francis writes on like a tray, where'd the girl go? And he holds, holds it up. up to the sniper. And that's when the sniper is like, oh, fuck. And then you see it's Martha and she shoots him. And that's the end. Ha <laughs> ha! Yay! Martha fucker. What'd you think, Elaine? Ah! All right, well... First of all, I want to talk about how Anna Kendrick is super crazy in this movie. <laughs> yes. And not in a good, entertaining way. She's awful. She Every second of her on the screen is terrible. She's a terrible actress. And I am really wow. upset with this. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> like Michelle's Michelle fired, Anna. This is Michelle Rodriguez heat right here. Yeah. Yeah, or Shannon Sossaman. Boom. Like, That's not good. we recently saw her not that long ago in The Voices. And this... She sucked in that, too. She's sucked in that too. Well, she's only in it for like a second. Yeah, but sure. just watching her in this, I'm like, she's overacting so hard to be this crazy, crazy Looney Tune that it's just, it's so off putting. And I think that the romance between Francis and Shotgun Steve is a way better love story <laughs> than the romance between Martha and Francis. It's like Rebel, what's your name? Uh, blonde but, Rebel Wilson. <clears throat> Rebel Wilson. My favorite yeah, her character, character. I can't stand it. Yeah. Well, but I just, I'm. Don't think I like Anna Kendrick as an actress. I saw her. I saw Into the Woods, and she was good in that. Is that a and, musical? Yes. Mm, I haven't seen it. And I um, I've never seen Pitch Perfect, and maybe I would like her in that. I don't and, think so. But I'm I've just never not. Seen any of the Twilight movies. And she, I think she was in that movie with Henry Golding. That Christmas I saw the movie. first Twilight movie was like this but movie sucks. Balls. I just, I'm finding that I think I don't like her as an actress. Um, my favorite character in this is Francis. Sam Rockwell is great. He's great in everything. Everyone should go see all of his movies all the time, every day. It's fantastic. My least favorite character is Vaughn because he tried to have his brother murdered by be while being a pussy. Like just shoot your brother. Yeah, you didn't have to go. You liked her in the accountant. I did like her in the accountant, but also in that movie, it would have been better with any. That was a good movie, but not because of her. Any other actress would have been great in that. In fact, someone more age appropriate to Ben Affleck would have been a lot more believable. Um, but Affleck's about the same age as Sam Rockwell. Just saying. I know. Mm-hmm. Someone closer in age would have been a little more believable, though. She's it's, in a lot. She's of movies. not good. But she's All in right. a lot of movies as bit parts. Yeah. That's the thing. My uh, favorite scene is when they go out to dinner and he goes out into the alley to murder the guy. I think it's really fun. Uh, my favorite line is, I believe it's Shotgun Steve, says to, calls Johnny Moon, you blinged out Cajun Green Goblin. <laughs> Which That's a mouthful. really made me f- fucking laugh. And my favorite tertiary object is the shower banana. Because that one shower <laughs> banana. After they have the hippity dippity, they're both in the shower eating a banana, I and I was like, that. "Who eats a banana in the shower?" And kiss I was very lips. off put. Definitely. I'm very off put by that, so that became well, my favorite tertiary object. <laughs> shower shower um, banana. I'm gonna give this movie a yay. It's good. It was Not- a lot better than I like. At first, I'm like, I don't think this is going to be very good. I'm going to be real sad. But then, it picked up almost instantly. It's just fantastic, and I will happily watch it again, despite the fact that Anna Kendrick is in it. <laughs> I'll give it a yay. She's funny, but yeah, she... Yeah, I don't think she is, though. I mean, she's I funny she's, in real life. Did you yeah. see when she was with Blake Lively on the yeah. interview? It was pretty funny, because Blake Lively was like... They yeah, did a movie she was together. complaining about how, and I like the movie they did together. They were explaining about how Ryan Reynolds kisses. No, yeah, well, they were talking about that, and, and Blake Lively was like, "Yeah, I can't be a Disney princess because this and this is that's not fair." And then she's like, "Yeah, yeah, multimillionaire, famous actress, married to Ryan Reynolds. It is tough to be you." <laughs> Carly. Oh. Because it's my, your birthday. <laughs> my favorite character is also Francis. My least favorite character is also Vaughn. My favorite line is when he <laughs> asks her out in the store, and he's like, "What else are you doing today?" And she's like, "Fighting the urge to run away from you." <laughs> yeah. 
my favorite scene is basically from when they meet to when she wakes up the next morning, that their first 10-hour date. I just enjoyed all the interactions mm -hmm. they have. And uh, my favorite tertiary object is the gummy bears, because they're our oh. snacks. <laughs> that was mine. You stole mine. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, Gummy Bears. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to give this movie a yay. I watched it on Friday night with Tony, and I watched it again this morning, because I was like, I don't know if it's super fresh in my head. <laughs> so, I enjoy it. Johnny? My favorite character is Francis, and my favorite character is also, least favorite character is also Martha. Mm -hmm. Because she sucks. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, she um, does. Yeah, she does. My favorite line is, hold on, I have to pick up, pull it up now that I'm not prepared because mm -hmm. vamping now at this point and just waiting for it to come up and vamp 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 <coughs> vamp vamp no, no. is so, that a trance vamp so Sophie says he kills people who hire him and Popper's like yeah because murder is wrong Sophie says that's insane Popper says I would say it's a reasonable diagnosis yes <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite scene is um, when Francis is going back in and he runs into Steve. Oh, yeah. And he's like, hey, man, how you doing? Hey, is that your gun? Can I see it? Yeah, sure. No you want a gummy bear? And they eat gummy bears and he shoots his gun. He's like, all right, man, you going in? Yeah, all right, well, I'll see you inside. Good, Good luck. luck. Awesome. Funny. He shoots and the gun and he says, that opens something. Which reminds, reminds me of in your Six Underground on the boat. He's like, fuck you, fuck you. They say fuck you as they keep walking. Fuck you. I love that little casual. Yeah, just in the middle of a gunfight. I'm telling you. I'd watch a Stephen Francis buddy movie. Yeah. Their first interaction kind of reminds me of in The Princess Bride when the masked man fights Inigo Montoya the first time in the fencing. And they're like, you seem a decent fellow. I hate to kill you. You seem a decent fellow. I hate to kill you. I'm not left-handed. And my favorite tertiary object was the gummy bears. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to change it. Do you have a backup? I, I have a backup. The car. <laughs> That's a good one. The, co the Corvette? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Corvette. It's nice. Yes, it was like 60, late 60s. I have a backup um, oh. object if someone needed it. No, we don't need your backup objects. It's not as good as shower banana. You can't shop shower Let's leave it alone. Um, and I'll, I'll yay this movie. Because it was fun. I mean, it's ridiculous, but it was fun. It was a ridiculously good time. Yeah. I mean, my last movie was ridiculous, too. <laughs> it's a little more serious. Though. That's why I was saying, I was like, when we were talking about it this morning, Carly, I was like, it's funny because The Gentleman is such a John movie, and then this is such a Tony movie. You know, it's yeah. like, it's all style and substance and stuff. It was really fucking cool, and then this is just... It's, you think it's something and it just goes wildly it's off. Just, and it's just like, what is this weird ass shit? Like, it's, it's walking down here and makes a sharp left. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, don't fall asleep. You wake up. Are we watching a different movie? <laughs> so, Wait, uh, there was. Okay. Right in the beginning. So, right in the beginning. So, we're watching the movie and he kills the woman and then it flashes to the truck with Hopper in it and all the guys. Mm -hmm. And John's like, what happened? Is this the same movie? And, I'm like, and I said, did it go to commercial? No, there's no commercial. <laughs> It was, it was really just weird. not like anything yeah. else was supposed to be going on. Yeah, me too. I, I thought it was a bank robbery for a second. I was like, is this heat? What is going on here with this truck and these vests? Ooh, like, heat, that's a good movie. It took a weird turn. Yeah. Almost it's immediately. It's a long, long movie, though. though. That would be hard to do. That might be a two-parter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so my favorite oh, character, it's it's tough. It's tied between Francis and Steve. They're both hilarious. Mm -hmm. My least favorite character is Johnny Moon. It crushes Toby. <laughs> Tony does not scene, care for people who are mean to animals. <laughs> my favorite scene is the dance fight outside the bar. And my favorite line is the asshole line where she's like, Everybody I date ends up being an asshole. And, you know, he's like, and he's like Am I going to be I, a secret asshole? She's like, No, you're not a secret. There's nothing asshole. secret about it. And That's my favorite tertiary object, you won't have known, you saw it, but you did, is uh, in Martha's bedroom on the wall. That she quilt has, thing? No, she has no. an abstract painting of a T Rex. <laughs> It's like a line drawing, yeah, but it's, it's kind of like your Wonder Woman drawing, actually. but it's a T Rex on the side. Uh, I thought that was cool. Oh yeah, the movie, of course. You better. <laughs> you have made your own movies before. 
Yes, you can do that song for me, right? Yes, I can. I have right. it pulled up. It's All right. time. Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Twitter at LMV Podcast, on Instagram at LMV Podcast Dogs, and email LMV Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. It only took me three times, but I finally got a birthday movie you liked. Yay! That's true. Yay. You didn't care for Heather's old crew on Nope. <laughs> oh man. And next week on the podcast. It's gonna be Elaine. You're skipping me. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Carly has to go away on assignment. Carly has to go super super, I'll be here. Super, super <laughs> secret. Um, so we have to skip her. She's gonna be on assignment. But she can watch the movie while she's out killing people. I mean, I'm on assignment. Yes. Carl, so it's a lot back. of work to actually lead one of these episodes, even though it doesn't say... You don't think it would be until you actually do a podcast. And Carly has some That's other cool. stuff going on, we're so we're skipping her. Yes, yeah, she just sat yeah, in. Yeah, she just um, So we're skipping her, and I'm going to go to my next pick, which is an alternate reality fiction called Semi-Pro. I haven't seen that. That's Will Ferrell. It's, it is. It's Will Ferrell. It's a comedy. Yes, it is. It is and, a comedy. And, and there is a rapper slash actor. Yes. Andre 3000 is in this. And he's Love tremendous. Him. He is tremendous. And Woody Harrelson. This is a movie that we saw not too long ago, and I said, I want to do this for the podcast. Actually, no, we watched and this then I just, a while ago. And then I decided that it fit because it didn't really happen, but it, 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 it kind of altered it. Yeah, there was okay, no proper song on a real team in Detroit there. No, and they're from Flint. Yeah, sorry, Flint. The Flint Tropics. Oops. But it don't matter. We'll talk about it next week. Yay. Mm-hmm.